We love your work. My wife has seen all your films. I especially like your early funny ones. <laughs> Time to get far out with Todd Perry. Since I've had the injury to my foot, I've been able to crip walk for weeks. Right. I used to crip walk all the time. It's, yeah. how, it's my preferred mode of transport is the crip walk. Buck Perez. I do have hairy arms. Do got some hairy legs. And that does translate down to the feet. And me, John Salwin. It's cool. You want to go to the gay bathhouse? Fine. But I don't need to personally check it out. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. And to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Doing great, Buck. And to the mm. left of me, once again, is the one... John Salwin. Yes. Sorry, that was a really like awkward you, intro, wasn't it? It's like you read yeah, his name. It's, it's just like I read his name. You didn't even know it. Yeah. I know. So... <laughs> Kind of funny. We had uh, this is what I got to enjoy, Buck. You'll appreciate this. Mm. Uh, before we started recording today, I got there was a comment on the Far Out Podcast Facebook site. We have a Facebook site, so people can join it and comment on the shows, and just we give you all the up to date information about what we're doing, mm-hmm. news, and that also our Twitter feed at Far Out Podcast. But I got this one by a guy named John Doe. And I don't know, John. You know who John Doe is? Uh, well, it's Comments usually a are corpse. Comments lots of stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought he died. <laughs> I mean, is this an official John Doe or this is the John Doe? Oh, this is, he's okay. commented on low budget for years. He's okay. Uh, I don't uh, know who he is. Listens to the show. I've met him before, actually, at like a pretty good podcast event, and a lovely guy. I like. Oh, okay. Guy. But it was pretty funny. So he uh, he he posts on the site. He goes, Todd, you know I love your work, <laughs> but that alien thing went on far too long. For the first time ever, I turned off the podcast. Wow. wow. We did a bit about an alien coming on the show and making a very long-winded, blowhardy speech, and then we, we killed him. Maybe he missed the part where the alien got killed, because it was a, a violent buck uh, killed an alien with a shovel and then yes. whacked it up with a hedge trimmer. Oh, Lord. And I thought that would be a, a fairly engaging audio, but evidently John Doe didn't like the show, so... Maybe it should have been tighter. It was a bit more scripted yeah. th- than our usual fare. I'll give him that. But, yeah. you know, we were going off trying to do something different, so. To be fair, Buck, it wasn't scripted. It, an actual alien came oh, I'm in sorry, yes. on the show. <laughs> yeah. It's still, I mean, John complained of the scent of dead alien when he came in the in the garage today. Yeah, just like the spewy episode of Get mm. a Life. Oh, what? <laughs> you never watched Get spewy? a Life, the Chris yeah, Elliott exactly. show? Come I on. did, but I don't remember that episode. Oh, the episode where the alien came down and he rescued it and it was always attacking people. It's got, it would spew shit everywhere. Yeah, That's why he, he called it spewy. Yeah, he called it spewy. And yeah. when, uh, when uh, what was... What house did he live in at that point? Anyway, when the owner of the house, what was it? It was Brian Doyle Murray. Hmm. Oh, wow. When, Groundhog. Uh, exactly, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he uh, he killed the alien and ate it, he found that it was self-marinating. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I mean, how many, yes. how many other podcasts can you listen to in which there will be the murder of a uh, well-meaning extraterrestrial on the show? I, I hmm. say none. If you say comedy podcasts, there are none. If you're talking, uh, you know... Um, like uh, you know, political talk shows, unbelievable. Happens all the time, yeah. once a week. All right, so uh, once again, a joy having uh, John Sowen here. Hard economy these days. People are trying to uh, people are trying to find extra ways to make a buck, and I think I've found a way that Buck or John, yeah, or the listeners. Ironically, John. If you find out once you find out what the job is, ironically, John would be named John. He'd be on the wrong end of the equation. Oh. 
But I think I've found a way for people actually to make a buck in today's economy, and uh, I'd like to share it with this the is, audience. This is good. Do it. John, have you, do you, have you heard of anybody doing extreme things in today's uh, times or whatever in order to uh, No, get Todd. By? I haven't. I was actually, uh, until the uh, league struck up a deal with the players, I was going to be a scab player for the Los Angeles Lakers. Are you going to try to do that? No, they called me and oh. said, you know, we're forming, you know, would you cross the picket line? And I said yes. But Jerry Jerry Bus called you. Yes. Why is that so hard to believe? I've seen your jump shot, dude. It's bullshit. Well, I do have the hook shot. I mean, you <laughs> you even the better hook. You even suck at Nerf football. What do you want? So here's a new website I found that has employment opportunities that just about any man with a functioning dick can can do. Uh, so let's see here. Can't believe I just said dick on the shot. Filter my quote. Yeah, way to blow it blow. Hmm. Yeah. Would you like to try every man's dream job? Sure. Become a gigolo. Yeah. You will get extra income for the time you spend with women. You will get money for fulfilling the wishes and needs of women. Booyah. Is this Stephen Hawking reading this? <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like a computerized it's very voice. very robotic, They yes. couldn't find like anyone who wanted to do the voiceover for this. Hey, John, you totally, like you do this voiceover for a couple bucks. What would you, to do this voiceover right here, what would you Let's charge? I don't know. Say a thousand dollars. Can we hear the voice? Oh, wow. you- <laughs> the one to yeah. with the computer for, for for the gigolo for the gigolo site. Yeah. Can we hear grand. the voice you'd use for it? No. Kind of the tone. No, I'd use this voice. I'd I'd <laughs> charge him a thousand bucks and send him the it's computer. Very, it's very tracks. seducing. Be a male hooker. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear some more here. Keep going. Any man over eighteen is invited. Hmm. Your registration as a gigolo will be easy. Create your own gigolo profile. Put your photos. If you have the time to date women and if you like the idea of satisfying women for money, then you... He kind of sounds like the, the deaf frat guy a little bit. If you like to have relations you know, with women. You know, my dad just retired. This would be great for him. Yeah, your dad could gigolo yeah, it up. great opportunity. Yeah. But yeah. you have to create a gigolo page. Ugh. Yeah, you have to... a pain in the ass yeah, already. It's like, it's like you create... Like, it's like a... Uh, MySpace for gigolos or a uh, oh good god a dating website, but you're a gigolo and then yeah. women look you up. Let's see what else they got. They are going here. I mean, people. It's gigololist.com. Even being a gigolo is a pain in the ass nowadays. Mm. Yeah, you are the right man to become a gigolo. The gigolo job is not a full time job. <laughs> you do not need to be a professional in this respect. It's not a full-time job. It doesn't job. have to be a full-time job. And you don't have to be a professional either. Could you imagine if it was a full-time job? Like eight hours a day of just... It might be for some guys. Laying into women? Yeah. I'm good once a day. <laughs> I'm 34. I'm not 18 anymore, you know? If it was eight hours of dental, I'd do it. You and know, dental? It, yeah, they had dental in there somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I, I think they would because you have to have your teeth looking nice if you're going to gigolo course if you're in the gigolo union that's something that you get if that's, you, that's hard to get into. if yeah. you show up with bad dentation it's gonna be a bad move let's see what yeah. else they're offering here it keep going being a gigolo is not a full-time job <laughs> the point is that the female clients will pay you for your time have that fun the point. enjoy and earn money <laughs> what's with the uh guitar solo hold on i'm enjoying it <laughs> i like this Sometimes you can enjoy yourself having sex with ladies. If you have a functioning penis... Uh, it didn't say oh. anything about that. Huh. No. It's like an escort service. So, Wait, that's, why that's, can't you just do it on your own? There. I just want to hear the beginning again. Mm-hmm. Would you like to try every man's dream job? 
become a gigolo. I don't that's know if that's it. the dream job. I think maybe playing for the Lakers is every man's dream job. It was, <laughs> it was mine for a second. Yeah. You will get extra income for the time you spend with women. You will get money for fulfilling the wishes and needs of women. Any man over 18 is invited. That's why it sounds okay. like there's like a point system. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, you, you can good. do it on your own, but they, they have the uh, the know-how. You know, right. they, they have and the connections to get you in, maybe. Yeah. I, you or know, they can, you know, force you to create like a MySpace type profile. So John has a list here of maybe some tips just in case some guys in the audience should decide to become a gigolo. Yeah. So what was the name of the site? A gigololist.com. Yeah. So this is from gigololist.com. <laughs> How to become a male escort. Introduction. You could define a male escort as a hired date. Yeah. There are quite a lot of women who hire such male escorts because of the feeling of company, even though they do not have the impression yeah, even though they do not have the impression to have to impress the male person aside. Well, hmm. obviously the creative team at Gigolo List needs a bit to be desired. Yeah. English majors. Or at least like proofreading. Male escorts get paid for every job. This salary is actually quite good. However, there are no obligations or commitments for male escorts to have sexually contact. Was this originally in English? <laughs> yeah, know. to have sexually contact with the women hiring them. If you would like to become a male escort, you should follow these steps. Oh, so here are some there steps. Are five to, steps. There are five steps mm. to becoming a male escort. Now, are you interested in this book? Do you think that Ten Commandments, be? but no. only five steps. Five steps to become, to become a gigolo. A gigolo. Yes. Dude, wait, you know what? Wait, we are on a precipice right now. All right. All three of us. Of becoming gigolo. There are only five steps. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. There are five things you need to do. According to gigolo list, the gigolo experts. According oh. to the experts. So are you ready now? Audience, you are on also, you are five steps away. Even chicks, you can be a chick gigolo. Well, gigolo. Let's, let's find out if uh, what the steps are, and then we'll, they'll, they'll find out if they're ready. It takes seven steps to be a juggalo. <laughs> to be a gigolo, only yeah. five. Yes. Okay. So the first step, physical shape. First of all, the most mm. obvious and one of the most important points, you have to get into good physical shape. No problem. When you accompany a woman, you have to make sure that you always look your best since you are, since you are kind of a business card. Okay. Additionally, women do not want to hire or pay slobs. Okay, that's fair. So, yeah. Yeah, so if you're already in good shape, you're even that much closer. Got that covered. Now, would you yeah. recommend, John, the paleo diet for gentlemen that want to get into their gigolo shape? That's a good way to get in shape. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's the gigolo paleo diet. Paleo a gigolo, gigolo paleo. Yeah, I guess they could. I guess you could like a. The bad thing would be showing up to your gig as a gigolo with the club in your hand. You know. Well, I think you're taking it a bit too literally. Tom. What are you talking about? Okay. The club. Well, the club because if you're if if you're on the paleo diet, you're eating like a caveman. Oh, I got you. The way a caveman eats, you're gonna show up. Looking it just like means you don't have to eat man. Twinkies, Todd. You don't have to carry a club around. Jesus. <laughs> That's good. I, I like that. Funny. People are forcing, force feeding me Twinkies constantly. Every well, time are, I leave yeah. the house, someone's like, hey, I have a Twinkie. I'm yeah. like, no. They're like, Fuck you, I have a Twinkie. <laughs> okay. Step number two sounds like it overlaps with step one a bit. Physical attractivity. Yeah. Which I guess is a word now, huh? <laughs> I didn't believe it. Of course, you also need nice physical features. Being physically attractive means to get more jobs. Hmm. Yeah. Again, yeah. I think there's some weird problems with the translation here. But I think the from thing English is, to English, like being in shape is kind of the thing where on the t on the English to English. Yeah. The thing on the, the first one was more something like 
get your shit together. The second yeah. one, I think, is just genetics. Yeah, to, to a degree, um, I mean, you can definitely, uh, there's a certain amount that you can do to control your physical shape. Um, however, uh, you know, if, if you're, you know, some of, some of your other features, you know, you, you know, you can't necessarily change the color of your eyes. Right. Or, you know, the, the shape of your face or right. whatever. They, well, or, you? or the hair on your feet. You can always oh, shave oh, yeah. that. Yeah. I've you, got you, that problem. Since you got many a Frodo women, thing going What on? do you want, man? It's a very hard topic for me to discuss. How, how, how's life in Middle Earth, Buck? Yeah. I'm a very, you know, not very hairy person, but I do have hairy arms. Yeah. And yeah. I do got some hairy legs. And that does translate down to the feet. I yeah. swear to God, it's like, uh, it's yeah. whenever Buzz, Buck does a show, the, the floor in the garage looks like some <laughs> chick with a hairy bush took a shower. Just, and, oh, Lord. I, I just spread my seed everywhere I go. All right, continue. I, I said dick and bush in this show. I'm yeah. doing really bad. Since Wait. many women, well, let me finish this. <laughs> Since many women hiring a male escort are high-class women, they have special expectations and therefore no normal guy would be hired for lots of money. Yeah, that's true. So apparently it's harder than you think. Yeah. Um, apparently now does it say like you know there wasn't any age discrepancy right they just said if you're over 18 we got to be over 18 we got chicks that want you apparently so yeah so yeah now the interesting thing is i'm I'm, they're trying to sell this like you're going to enjoy good times with women but i think a lot of dudes are calling for this yeah for uh male escorts for male escorts is what you're saying yeah, I think guys tend to be more into paying for sex, and I think I think you're gonna. I think it's one of those bait and switch things. Yeah, where you go to the job interview, and they're like, "You like having sex? Like having sex with chicks? You like chicks, man? Yeah." And, and the guy's just... like, "Yeah, bro, I like chicks. I like fucking chicks. So I'm gonna be a male escort." And they're like, <laughs> "Cool, dude. We're gonna call you up, and we're gonna give you your next gig." And then the guy gets the phone. And he answers the phone. It's like, all right, dude, you ready, man? He's like, yeah, dude. And the guy's like, all right, dude, like, here's your first gig, man. Sorry, but it's not a, it's not always going to be like this. Yeah. But it's with a dude. And the exactly. guy's like, yeah. fucking raw deal. But the guy's like, but you will get chicks next week. But dude. Every, every time he kept saying that, and he ends up, next week, we're going to have a bunch of chicks calling. Dude, do I have to yeah. go see a dude, a, a dude again, dude? Yeah, dude. All right. Did this take place in uh, Hermosa or Manhattan Beach? I think like it was Hermosa. Wow. Yeah. yeah, sounds crazy. Yeah. All right. Step three is to learn dancing. Oh no! That, uh, I'm out then. I'm out. <laughs> I can't dance. Todd's already checked out. Got to be graceful. Another yeah. Another step to becoming a male escort is to learn dancing. There may be times when it is indicated to dance. Indicated. There may be times when it is indicated to dance with the woman. Oh. Elegance and a strong lead both are the key words. You also should be able to carry on a conversation and also never forget your manners. So I have to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger in True Lies. I have to be able to really romance a woman and, and right. dance with her, yeah. Yes. So that, yeah. Is, that is romantic, by the way. Or be like J- Jerry Rice. Could have said like Bogart. <laughs> like Jerry Rice. Bogart and Casablanca, but no, it's what? I don't think Bogart and Casablanca danced any. No. He was dope, though. Or there was uh, Clark Gable when, in Gone with the Wind. You might need to know more classic dancing. Not like, uh, you know, um, not like the Tootsie Roll or like, <laughs> the Tootsie Roll. Or I'm trying. I can't that. Or, or the Dougie. <laughs> That's when you finish. When you finish. Yeah, yeah. When you finish satisfying a woman, you hit the Dougie right now. Teach me how to Dougie. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you need to learn uh, the more classic dances from like the 50s and 60s. I think any dance from like 1980 on is probably off. The YMCA might be the cutoff, actually. Well, that's again. And that's for like dudes. a novelty sort of right. dance or whatever. I think the one dance. 
Todd should do is that one where you just, you just do that with the arms and shit. Yeah, the Macarena. Just, no one's yeah. calling for the Macarena. No. I think Buck was motioning because it doesn't work so well. I know. That's what I'm trying. What's what? the name of it? What's the name of it? It's the Charleston. Oh, the Charleston. Oh, the Charleston. Yes. Charleston. I see. I knew you knew if I do it. Yeah, but the, yeah, the Charleston the you need to know. Community. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other famous dances in the past 30 years, and all I got was the Macarena, the Tootsie Roll. Yeah, th- that's tucky. what I was thinking. Like the butterfly. Could a guy yeah. do the butterfly? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, no. Now, you, <laughs> while not necessarily a dance, would it be helpful to know some of the hyphy movements from a few years back? <laughs> like, you know, you pick up your date and, you know, you get outside the car and you walk by the car as it's sort of rolling down the street. Uh, oh, there you go. Street. Yeah. Ghost, ghost, ghost riding the whip. Ghost riding the whip, yeah. Mm-hmm. Much like Marion Barry used Much to do like back me. in the 80s. Yes. Uh, you know, I would, I would think also, what about a good crip walk? Uh, I can't do, the, the one thing about might the, injury, be helpful. the injury to my foot... Since I've had the injury to my foot, I've been able to crip walk for weeks. Right. I used to crip right. walk all the time. It's yeah. a, it's my preferred mode of transport is the crip <laughs> yes. walk. Yeah, you're like Dub C coming out here, man. Yeah. You're yeah. just crip walking all over the show. Oh, yeah. I got the pinkies up and everything, and I got yeah. the C's flowing. The Long Beach crip walk is definitely it's the gnarly. best crip walk now, possible. Now, remember EU's hit Da Butt? Was that an actual dance, or was that just a song? Uh, doing Da Butt? Doing the Butt. Doing yeah. the Butt. That one? I want to think that there was a dance that went along with that. Probably. Oh, the Humpty dance. Probably won't need to know that either. Yeah, it's kind of, you have to, you, you got to be able to dance like MC Hammer on track. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I told you that I became popular in my high school because I did a rap to the Humpty dance running for office. Makes sense. And I was like, my name is Toddy, pronounced with the Adi. <laughs> Yo, nice. ladies, oh, watch your vote for me. And all the candidates in the top 10, please allow me to bump thee. Wow. And I did, I did the whole rap like that. And, but then the problem was that people still that I went to high school with will be like, What's up, Toddy? Pronounced with an Audi, and also you da- you down yeah. with Tod was another big one instead of OPP. That's good. I, I catch. Yeah, I started kind of poppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I wore poppy. I didn't I didn't go underground. No, you were yeah. kind of. You don't want to go underground when running for high school student <laughs> council. Is that is that advice you're going to give out on your show, John? Don't go underground when. Uh... I don't know. I might save that for like one of the later episodes. Okay, <laughs> we lead with the strong stuff. All right, anything else um, in that list there? Yeah, two more steps. Number four is to find an escort agency. Oh. Next step should be to find an escort agency which actually kind of merchandises you. If you are invited to an interview, make sure that you you look make sure that you look your best because escort agencies are very strict when hiring escorts. Should I wear my tennis shorts? Uh, nice. If you smell good. Yes. Yeah. Um, this smell is un- good. <laughs> this is understandable since they always have to look after their reputation. Very true. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It sounds like... There's one more step. Oh, any okay. comments? Any comments on the escort agency? Not really. Kind of. I mean, it seems kind of obvious. Where do you find right. one? Like in in L.A. I mean, there's tons of like there's a casting agency. Look at agency. the back of the L.A. Weekly. <laughs> I think that's where you find uh, or or whatever you know the, your local weekly or New Times or Village Voice, whatever. Yeah, but I think that most likely in L.A., the back of the L.A. Weekly is five different. It's five pages of shady doctors giving out weed prescriptions. Well, there's a lot of those. There's chicks in bikinis yeah, giving out weed a, prescriptions. With, with like the, uh, I think the, the male the escort agency is yeah. like half a page in between those. Right. You know, or like a quarter of a page. There's one ad before you get to all like the, the hookers. Yeah, and then there, there's tons of hookers. We once, I remember back when I worked at KLSX, the FM talk station, when mm. Salwin worked there. I um, once called, uh, me and the guys in the promotions office got bored one day, and we decided to call one of those lines just to see what they'd say. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Got a buzz. Oh, there we go. Go ahead. Uh, we called one of those agencies, and uh, we put them, put them on speaker. Yeah. And we're like, hi, uh, 
and I was nervous. And everyone, yeah. everyone crowded around the speakerphone. I'm like, hi. And the guy's like, hello, this is blah, 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 blah. I'm like, if I were to call you, would I get the girl in the picture? Or are you going to send somebody else? She's like, well, we're going to send one of the girls we have available. I'm like, so it's not the girl in the picture. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. So it's not the girl in the picture. And that would be, I mean, I'm thinking that's horrible. That's the great thing about Gigolo List is you get, for the The ladies, Gigolo Listed. Yeah, for the, the, the dudes out there or the ladies going to Gigolo List, you get what you you want. Because if you're paying for sex, like one thing is going out for a meal and being like, I want a Caesar salad. Right. And I want the chicken X-way and I want ketchup on the side and I, no croutons and I want flaxseed in it or whatever but when it comes to sex i think one has the right to be a little more picky right well before so, you before you ultimately like you know pimp out the sponsor you know yeah. gigolo list which dot com which <laughs> brought to you this hour of the show <laughs> we should probably get to the last step and that's number five check the law yeah do never forget Again, the do, weird. Do never forget. Again, the weird English to English translation. There. I'm gonna have that on my 9/11 tattoo. Yes. It's gonna say "Do never forget." Do never forget. Do never forget to check the law concerning the sexual relationship with the clients. Yeah. Of course, the male escort is not to be seen as a male prostitute. Of course. Most not. states allow being a male escort, but prohibit being a prostitute. A close look into the law is worth it because some women are also looking for the sexual part of this agreement. It is risky when this is illegal for yourself and your agency. That's weird. You show up, and then the woman's like, take your pants off. I want to see what you have. You're like, this was never going to be a sexual thing. What are you talking about? I need to check the law in my state. Do you have, see if it's appropriate. Do you have a penal code? She's like, that's what I wanted to see. That's what's Dear. going on. Do you want to see that penal code? Oh, boy. It has, it's, the funny thing is, I, I don't mean to be dirty. Yes, you do. I never mean to be dirty. <laughs> then why did you print up a list on how to be a male escort from Jigolo list? But it says nothing on there on weighing size. Because I'm thinking that's going to be in the profile. It's like, yep. Jerry, 24 years of age, here's his vitals, and then cut or uncut. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's part of the attraction there. And then how big the weighing is. Because yeah. some girls, they might be, or dudes known as size queens, be like, I, that, that's got to be another weird thing about being in the gay community is like, you, you kind of don't want to date a dude smaller than you, I'd assume. You'd want, you, you, you'd kind of, but then you'd be insecure. Just sure, step down, yeah. Like, you know, people in heterosexual relationships don't have to, <laughs> huh. they're not generally. Either, either everybody's finding their, uh, their uh, you know, their exact size equivalent, or there's got to be some difference there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a mean, there's a mean when it comes to wang size. It's like the average. It's going to be two dudes rocking a five point seven five hanging out together, but it, we know some people skew differently, and you know, it's 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 got to be interesting. It's got to be something. I, it's something I don't deal with on a daily basis. <laughs> but you, you have that. dealt with it before, apparently. No, no, I'm just you know, I but I've because a daily basis, it's not that common of an occurrence. Yeah, once a month, okay. Yeah, that's, that that's when you deal with it. Just not this week. Whenever I go to the gym and I go to the shower and I uh, when right I, when I go to the Lakewood bathhouse, oh, sometimes God. it's something to consider. Nice. Oh boy, so how did bathhouses ever exist? That's so weird. They still do, though. Yeah, I guess they East do. Coast. Yeah, I think there's like oh, one in LA still. But I was listening to uh, it was Pendulette. Uh, has wrote a book and I got the audio book and I listened to it before I went to bed which is always great because yeah. Penn Gillette reading an audio book is like okay everybody now I got this going on here you know like Penn Gillette's really yeah. aggressive so it's, I, it, you know, I didn't sleep well but 
He was telling this story about in like 1980, he had a buddy who was you know, a gay dude, and he was like, Penn, I know you're not gay, but I know you're a guy who values personal freedom. I just want you to see what the fuck happens in here. I want you to see what happens. So to Penn Gillette's credit, him and a buddy are like, fuck it, let's do it. So they showed up, they went to a bathhouse, and he was like, wow. Like he he never... He was never the same after he left yeah. that. He just went in and basically, basically, it was a big pool and there were separate rooms. And it's just dudes just doing what do, gay dudes do to each other mm-hmm. all over the place. Please. And I was like, man, I wish that I was a gay guy just, you know, 1978, right before like uh, AIDS started, right before the uh, Illuminati yeah. created AIDS. And uh, man, because there's no straight equivalent. I don't think. That's just so weird, too, that you know anyone's out there. It's like, I know you're not gay, but I know you're into personal freedom, so you need to come check out the gay bathhouse. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know what? It's cool. You want to go to the gay bathhouse? Fine. But I don't need to personally check it out. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Your description might be adequate. Right, yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking that's good, you give, know? Give but, me a visual. That's yeah, it. That's all I need. The, 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 only, the only time, I mean, like, if there's, like, like unless you're, like, a law enforcement officer that needs to check some unruly behavior at the bat, that's the only time when someone would need to go to the gay bathhouse <laughs> that, was, that not, was not gay, well, you know? Possibly the towel guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the towel yeah. Guy, if you work there, that's one thing. But I, I assume that even then, you know, it's probably they have, like, a, a mostly gay workforce. Gentlemen, I don't mean to interrupt you, but would you like a towel? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think you're... I don't think you're getting uh, Mr. Belvedere <laughs> working at the gay bathhouse either. Unless, you know, he's partaking. Wesley. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I like the fact that the show has descended into bathhouse humor. You might see Bob Buecher there. But... Yeah. You planned it from the beginning, Todd. Just a bit outside. <laughs> Visit us at http backslash backslash colon www.faroutpodcast.com See videos, pictures, read about the cast, join Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and share your show comments. That's faroutpodcast.com I was thinking about, there's this song by Beck where he's like, today's been a fucked up day the other day. Yeah. And uh, so as, as I've talked about on the show, I had this surgery on my foot. And so I just got off crutches. Maybe the doctor shouldn't know this, but I, I quit with the crutches. Now I'm just hobbling without the aid of crutches, but I'm still hobbling. And uh, the other day, about a week ago on a Monday, it was my first day back to work after working from home for a week. And so I was driving uh, to work, which you know, I have a little bit of a commute. I drive to West yeah. LA every day. And I was uh, going from the 110 freeway to the 105. For those people in LA, they'll get it. I was driving and I was on a busy interchange, mm-hmm. changing between freeways in my car, which I was just trying to drive till it died. It died on me while I was on crutches. And there's these cars speeding past my yeah. car stuck on the freeway. Was this the Jetta or the Smokemobile? The, the Jetta went down. And so now I'm only driving the Lincoln Continental, the Smokemobile. Why wow. weren't you driving the Continental anyway? Because it cost me $20 to get to work and <laughs> back every day. So you avoided this problem until the very end when you're on the freeway and you have to deal with it, right? Yes. Much like the planner's wart that yes. was simmering yeah. for like eight years on your foot. Yeah. yeah. Are we seeing a pattern here, Todd? 
Uh, yes, I'm going I, Dr. Phil on you. Todd's never proactive. <laughs> I'm going Dr. Phil. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, you see a pattern here. I don't like to deal with things. Yes. You like dealing with disasters. Well, possibly. I just wanted to drive... There the- you go. Yeah. Big, big problems. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I wanted to drive the car till it died. And mm-hmm. I figured this, if I just drive it, drove it till I di- uh, it died, then I get a new car eventually. Yeah, or I don't have to choose between cars. My life would just be made simpler if I just take this to its logical end. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I did, and I'm stuck on the freeway. Cars are whizzing past my car. I think they're going to hit my car and just cream it, and I'm going to die at any moment. So I hobble out of the car, and I walk down the side of the on ramp, and the cars are driving by me <laughs> on I, crutches or no? No, I left the crutches in the car. And I hopped into like the ice plant on the side, like the median okay. on the side of the freeway. And I just stood there, and people were driving by, and I just chilled and I waved to people, and they went past. So I, I called AAA to come tow my car. Before they got there, the Metro, LA Metro, it's kind of cool. They have tow trucks yeah, that drive up and down the freeway yeah. mm-hmm. to yeah. get people out of the way. So they, they they go, we're gonna drive you off the freeway, and they help me. And the guy's like, oh, can I get your crutches for you? I'm like, yeah. So I had to hop over the center divider. He put me in the safety of his car. And I was like all shell-shocked. I'm calling my boss. I'm like, yeah, and I could be in today either. Um, so they take me off the freeway. So wait, you, you called in late to work or called in no-show? I called in. I'm not coming in. No-show? Call, Dude, car didn't work. I was on crutches. I was like, it's not going to work. I, well, I told him I'd work from home later because I'm wow. a writer. I can work from home. doesn't yeah. matter where I am. Wow. So... They told me off the freeway and the CHP, this California Highway Patrol, like the cops and uh, these guys, they, they told me off and then they, they do the safer thing versus leaving me in the median where no one would fuck with me is they leave me on crutches on Vermont and Imperial. What? Now, if anybody's from Los Angeles, Vermont, never a good street. Oh. This, this is right next to the Nickerson Gardens housing projects or about... It's uh, close to it, yeah. Yeah, but walking distance if you're not on crutches. Yeah. And this is like one of the... One of the worst top ten worst intersections in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and so then the cops, the cop comes up and he's like, "All right, uh, why are you wait for uh, CHP or why are you wait for uh, AAA to tow your car home? You know, just this gas station right there. So you just hang out here. All right, right on. So the CHP leave, and the tow truck leaves, and I'm waiting for uh, AAA to come pick me up, and I'm just sitting there on crutches, going, "Fuck. All right, <laughs> this is a good day. Yeah, this is a good day." brilliant day you should have left me on the freeway yeah where it was safer and so like this crackhead comes up and he's like well your car don't work and like nah cars car this guy was like a busted looking crackhead like the teeth missing like clearly homeless i was like yeah he's like you selling it (laughs) and i was like he's like because i could buy a car right now the car that doesn't work he wants to buy yeah like immediately you selling that shit well this guy has a lifetime of bad decisions How much did he offer you for it? We didn't get into price. I was like, you know, I think I'm just going to donate it. Like, it costs a lot of work. It's got 160,000 miles on it. I drove it to its logical end. It's, you know, time to go. He's like, all right, you stay around here? <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, I don't live on a Vermont and an Imperial. He's like, by the Jim Dandy chicken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was like, when you see a Jim Dandy chicken, by the way, it's the only Jim Dandy chicken left in LA. Yeah. Survives there. And so the guy's like, all right, man, well... It's a good car. It's a good car. And then he walks away. And so I just, I just hung out there for a while. He was a fan How of does your, he know? He was a fan of your VW. It was your car, but it was broke. Well, you know, he, he looked at it, and he saw yeah. the Al Davis Rest in Peace bumper sticker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this is it. the V-Dub we're talking about, right? Yeah the, yeah, the Volkswagen. So finally, I get the car towed. I get home. 
And then I realized my my Lincoln isn't registered right now, so I had to go to the DMV after that. And then I register the car, and this is becoming Bill Cosby. No, and no, then seriously. I register the car. And? No. And so what happens is I go to turn the car on, and the car does not start, Theo. This is the Lincoln. <laughs> the Lincoln doesn't start. And I got yeah. I to gotta get to work the next day. So then I got to go AAA out. They're like, didn't we... Didn't you call earlier today? I was like, yeah, this is another car. Yeah, exactly. And so then I got the car, I got it, the battery charged, okay. and I was back to work. Just keep in track. Triple A allows you three times to calm with no fee, right? You've dusted two in one day. What a deal. Such yeah, a deal. You've, Such du- a deal. you've dusted two in one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just keeping points here. Yeah. yeah. So you're screwed until, what, January 1st of next year? I get, I get no roadside you service. You get nothing. They'll, they'll, they'll charge me twice. So Jack shit. I think that was one. Of, I mean, I've had some bad days in my life. People have died. You know, I've I've seen horrible sure. things. I, I saw a child once get run over by a bread truck. But wow. that but that was a fucked up day. I'll, I'll tell you that. So I just want to share that with everybody. Actually, mm. all right. Mm. You know. So had the you most, been driving the smoke mobile, wouldn't so, have happened. So now battery I'm, would have been charged. Jetta yeah, wouldn't have died. Driving the 1998 Lincoln Continental right now, yeah. and the, the, the funny thing, it cost me so much money to drive to work and back. So I'll eventually get a new car. But it's nice being forced because it's not like I have another option right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm enjoying driving my Lincoln Continental right now. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just burning up the freeway, relaxing. You know. Now, as far as the Jetta that's parked in front of your house, what are you gonna do with it? You're gonna donate it to some breast cancer research, or right? much like the couch that is sitting directly behind me, will Buck inherit it? Is what I'm saying. I think Buck, you're you're the forerunner for my wife and I bought a new couch the other yep. day at Living Spaces, and I think yep. you're number two in line for the couch, and I think you're gonna get it. All right, always been number two. So I'd like to thank Buck Perez for showing up in the Far Out yeah, Podcast thank today. You. Yeah. I'd like to thank John Salwin. Yes. John Salwin, it's great to have you here. Plug in anything, John? Thank you, John. Uh, nothing really. I mean, I guess um, I can't think of anything really to plug. The only thing, if you need voiceover, go to my website. Book me, johnsalwin.com. Not, not gigololist.com. No, not gigololist.com. That's right. not mine. And thank you, everybody, for listening to the Far Out Podcast. And uh, John Doe, we promise no more long-winded alien speeches. This week. <laughs> <laughs>